Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Blue Jays, Bulldogs, Bruins, and Razorbacks, Hurricanes, Huskies, Owls, Cougars, Wildcats, Aztecs, Spartans, Musketeers, Crimson Dive, Longhorns, Volunteers, 15-seater Tigers ruined your hoop dreams. You got killed, your bracket looks like a crime scene. The Sweet 16. Yeah! All right. <laughs> it's the South Florida Morning Show. <laughs> Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams has uh, the day off. We'll be back next week. Uh, Dean are filling in for Bill. Uh, the reason we play that is, yes, the Sweet 16 starts tonight. FAU at Square Garden. Do you think any of those kids on that team thought they'd ever play at Madison Square Garden? It's really cool to see. We want to start off with something fun before we give you headaches with all the other stuff. So yeah, is, uh... I, I don't even want to talk about Trump anymore, but that's besides <laughs> the point. Uh, FAU takes on uh, Tennessee 9 o'clock tonight. I think if we collectively all put a positive spin on things and say, whoo, whoo, maybe we can push them to Hopefully. win. It's, uh, it's, it's really cool, though, because, you know, they were, this is something that's it's just been a magical season for FAU. They went on like a 20-game win streak during the season. Everyone started taking notice. They went into the top 25 for the first time ever in school history. And now here they are in their first ever Sweet 16. It's just been a, it's a, been a historic season for that program. So it's, locally, it's just a really fun thing to see. And, you know, that they have this national attention now. Going it's, to Madison Square Garden to it, play. Even if they don't win tonight, which I don't know what the, what the odds are. I had them losing on the first game against Memphis. Yeah, so it shows you what happened to my bracket. You know, speaking of which, somebody threw it away. I oh, no. Well, they, they might have done you a favor. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Put it this way. Nobody here I got past the second round, I think, in the whole building. Oh, but that's geez. besides the point. Um, but for them to be like this Cinderella dream team, just think if they win. Who do they put? We won't know who they're going to play until like Sunday, right? If they won, they would play. Uh, I have to look at the bracket. I want to see. It might be. I think it would be Alabama. Actually, oh, geez. <laughs> well, Alabama has to win their game. I think it, so. Alabama will play San Diego State tomorrow night in the Sweet Sixteen. Okay, and the winner of that would face the winner of FAU versus Tennessee on Saturday. And where's my team, Kansas? Kansas uh, is um, on the couch with me watching gonna, TV. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're going to be watching with us. Who tonight. did you pick to go all the way? I actually picked Alabama to go all the way. Did you really? I did. So a there's jerk. They're still alive. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're the only one still alive, I think. So that's pretty cool. Who else plays today? So we got FAU and Tennessee at nine at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that's one of the late games. But so it's four games today, four games tomorrow for the Sweet 16. So it starts off 6:30 tonight. Michigan State against Kansas State. Go Kansas State. All right. Arkansas against UConn, the huh. Connecticut Huskies. They're that's, usually really good. It's usually the UConn ladies that are really good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, UConn men have been really good. They've won titles, but it's, you're right. I mean, it's the, the ladies, ladies are usually sure. the biggie. FAU, Tennessee at nine, which, by the way, FAU is a four-and-a-half-point underdog, which i got to tell you isn't that bad. No, I would think it'd be like 20 points I, or something I, like that. I mean, no disrespect. I thought it was du- going to be double that. I thought yeah. they were going to be like eight-point underdogs. So. Come on, watch them win. Good for them. It would be them. amazing. They, they can do it for sure. They're, they're up against it. Don't get me wrong, realistically speaking, but they can do it. And then 
for you, Jen, since I know you're still going to be up waiting for this game, you're going to stay up and watch. I'm sure. Gonzaga <laughs> against UCLA, which is actually a great game. My Gonzaga's still alive. Yes, 9.45 tonight. Wow. That's actually that's two of the best teams in the tournament facing off in the Sweet 16. So that's going to be an awesome match tonight, actually. What's their mascot? The Gonzaga what? Well, they're Gorillas? I mean, what are they called? <laughs> I don't even know. Their mascot's actually a bulldog. The Gonzaga Bulldogs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot of those, it seems. Yeah, they a lot not of come up with a lot of you know a lot of a lot of rodents are, are, are <laughs> there too. So okay, got a lot of animals and all Can't that wait. stuff. So yeah, there you go. Sweet sixteen tonight. Yay! Let's go FAU. Uh, well, let's go. Uh, let's go to California. You know, it was funny because yesterday my brothers lived in California forever, and he lives in a a, a really nice part of town. He's just right outside of Calabasas. So. He, he lives well, but I asked him, I said, how are things? Some money. Let's yeah, go. really. <laughs> Believe me. He supported me enough in college. Trust me. Uh-huh. When, when I called him yesterday, he said, how are you doing? He goes, mud puddle. He says, and then my sister-in-law got on and she goes, you know, we've lived here for 45 plus years. I've never seen this much rain ever. And then she said, we had a tornado just outside. You know, she said just south of where we live. And then there was another one spotted. My nephew's getting married north of where they are. And I can't think of the name. It's a little town. But he's getting married in this olive vineyard. Oh. It's an olive. I guess they. that's a big. Is it a vineyard? Olive orchard? I don't know what you call it. But anyway. <laughs> and it almost got hit by the tornado. Wow. And a lot of the trees got damaged from winds and stuff. But my brother said, he goes, he felt like Auntie M. He goes, I opened up the front door. He goes, I almost got sucked out. He goes, the wind was like incredible. My sister sent this to me yesterday. It says possible tornado in Los Angeles yeah. metro area. And I'm like, what the heck is this? This reminds me of some bad disaster movie. But sure enough, it was like almost category three winds. Yeah, it was thing. terrible. It was uh, it was eleven o'clock Pacific time yesterday. So eleven twelve. Two that's o'clock. Two here. o'clock here, yeah. uh, just outside of LA, in a little town called Montebello. Uh, but uh, fortunately, uh, no one was killed, as far as I know. Some people were hurt. They had a person taken to the hospital. They had another person somewhere in San Francisco. They had more bad weather, and I want to say a cop was killed when a tree fell on his car. I mean, it Man. the the rain is just the atmospheric rivers. Uh, which no one ever heard of before, by the way. But they're wreaking havoc on California. California's getting whacked every which way but loose. It's so. been like biblical with yeah. the rain and the flooding and the, and the blizzards and now the tornado. It's like it's crazy, geez, isn't it? Somebody's trying to tell us something. I don't it know. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Holy <laughs> wow. cow. Uh, very quickly, the uh, grand jury in the Trump situation. Uh, well, they were supposed to meet yesterday, and then Alvin Bragg said, ah, go home. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about with that. So we will- I think we were right about this, actually. You think? Throughout this week. I I have a theory about what we've been saying, and I'm pretty sure that we actually one of the only people to even bring up the fact that this may get thrown out. So I told you, if people actually, you know, they they were already determining he was guilty. I'm like, you haven't heard all the witnesses yet. And now we find out that uh, apparently Alvin Bragg did something that really wasn't on the up and up. So we shall see what the (laughs) going on there. A lot to say about that. And an incredible story about a kidnap victim. Wait till you hear this thing. It's incredible. Oh, man. Sonny Waddos. Oh, oh, wrong radio station. It's (laughs) 850 WFTL. Sorry. (laughs) It's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams has the week off. I'll be back next week. By the way, we didn't hear of any arrests, did we, Diener? Because the Adams brothers are in town, and I'm just I was curious. Just, did you mean Trump or Bill? No. Which one? <laughs> nah, I, I, you know what? We said this earlier. I said it, I think, on Monday. 
Why is it that you're talking about a grand jury is meeting? Alvin Bragg, who's the district attorney for Manhattan, is that presenting bomb. this case. But everyone kept on saying Trump's going to be indicted before they heard from all the witnesses. And I was like, well, aren't they going to listen to anything what these witnesses have to say? Isn't that what this is all about? You present the case, then the grand jury decides whether or not there's enough evidence to move forward. God forbid the judicial system actually, you know, goes by its process. Well, but if you listen to what Bob Costello said, who was Michael Cohen's former attorney, Michael Cohen was Donald Trump's former attorney. God, it gets so convoluted. (laughs) It's like this attorney was that attorney is this attorney. Michael Cohen, Trump, uh, put it to you. It's like days of our lives. It is. It's a soap opera. Michael Cohen, who was Trump's former attorney, yes, paid Stormy Daniels, the porn star, $130,000? Somewhere, somewhere there. around Allegedly. there. Allegedly. Allegedly. Hush money before the 2016 presidential campaign to shut her up. Right. Okay. That's what they say. Okay. Here's the gotcha. Bob Costello, who was Michael Cohen's former attorney, testified that Cohen told him... And his whole staff, I did this all on my own. Trump never told me to do this. I did it on my own. I went and paid her off. I used my money. It wasn't Trump money. It wasn't campaign money. It was my money. Apparently, they just ignored all that testimony. I'm like, hello. It's just (laughs) all this testimony that Alvin Bragg. So essentially, they're holding this all back. Pages, 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 pages. 600 pages? Hundreds Costello gave them and and Bragg never released it to the grand jury. And because of that, basically the whole thing is on hold now and they're just, Alvin Bragg is trying to salvage this. There's nothing to salvage. It's like, imagine you have a glass plate and at like a Greek restaurant yeah, and you throw it on the ground, opa, shatters everywhere. (laughs) And then one of the cooks comes out from the kitchen and says, I can put this back together. That's what just happened to Alvin Bragg's case. Okay. There's nothing left. It's shattered. It's in pieces. So this, this whole thing, like we said, by the way, I'm going to give us some credit here because we were saying this week, everybody keeps saying Trump is going to be indicted. We'll believe it when we see it. Yeah, okay, you know, Trump's talking about, I'm going to be arrested, go and protest. The whole thing was a show, and he Might called them well out be. on it. He brought attention to it, which was his chess move, and because of that, he put the heat on them, and then they couldn't deliver. There, there was nothing to deliver. Once they got down to it, they realized, hold on a second, this is illegal. You're, you're leaving out evidence that pretty much clears the guy, and you're going right. to prosecute him on nothing. Yesterday, the grand jury was supposed to meet, and then at the very last minute, Alvin Bragg said, I can go home. And they said it was because of dissension among his staff. Sure. I'm like, okay. Uh, They're supposed to meet again today. He's got nothing. (laughs) They said there's another witness coming forward, but it's not Stormy Daniels. It's not Michael Cohen. So we're trying to figure out who he's calling. Gosh, this guy is just a maniac. We shall see. I think Trump is going to make a field day of this. On, is it Saturday night he's in Waco? Saturday, yep. His first official presidential 2024 campaign rally. Mm -hmm. It's going to be at the airport there with probably thousands of of Texans going to Waco. Screaming crazy. Uh, Speaking of, and I apologize because I thought we would have a Kamala salad this morning. I made that promise yesterday. Apparently she didn't speak, but the president did. How bad was it going to be that they told her to just hang back? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't speak when they were celebrating an, an Women's Month? Well, put it this way. I can't find sound anywhere. So she may have spoken. It, but oh uh, the president's over here to celebrate women. I'm Jill <sighs> Biden's husband. I was like, okay, good.
Uh, the president is on his way to uh, Toronto. He's meeting with uh, our buddy, Justin Trudeau. Oh, Castro's son. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to wear I his have my own theories. Is, is he going to have his eyebrows on? That's all I want <laughs> to know. Anyway, that's oh, what's no. happening there. But this is the most amazing story. Second most amazing story. The Second? other the other one will come up in in rapid fire Ooh, at seven thirty. Yeah, it's it's a, that one's like just incredible. Okay, but this one, sixty three year old kidnapping victim in Seattle, sixty three year old guy, What's going was on there? able to escape the trunk of his car. Oh, after he was shoved in there and oh. tied up, and beaten up, cut up. Wow. Why? Because the people that put him there. Crashed his vehicle, because it was the old man's car, into a home. They took off. The car caught on fire. The house catches on fire. The people in the house come out. They hear yelling, open up the trunk, let the guy out. Oh, geez. This is like the hangover. Isn't with, this amazing? Yeah. With yeah, Joe right. in the back <laughs> of the <laughs> car. Uh, the victim. Okay. here, But here, I'll play you some sound. These are witnesses and neighbors breaking down this whole crazy wow. situation. Not a fun way to wake up. A screeching noise, and then just the most sickening crunch. I got my kids to get shoes and coats on and get out of the house and get the dog. There was a gentleman that was sitting outside, kind of by the truck of his car. And he was all tied up with rope, and he was screaming, help me, help me, I've just been kidnapped, call 911. Oh, so they, they get this guy out of the trunk. He'd been beaten, he'd been cut up. I mean, he got really, wow. he said he'd been assaulted by several suspects. They bound him, beat him up, bound him, threw him in the, threw him in the back of the trunk. And he's, he was taken to the hospital. He's going to be fine, thank goodness. But suspects, they haven't found him yet. Can you imagine, though, a car crash saves your life? That's, it's circumstances out of my imagination. Isn't that crazy, though? It, it is nuts. I, I mean, you think, like, wow. first of all, what is going on behind the scenes there? Why is this guy being tied up, beaten, and bound? Well, that would be the thing. Or was it just a random, we want your car, and you're an easy, you're an easy target? Maybe. Or he was a target. Oh, yeah. Or you know, could very well Something be. going on there. With, there's more to the story that we don't know. I, obviously, Possibly, that's just speculation. You're thinking Murdoch, you know, I yeah, mean, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's money, who, who knows? But that is nuts. I mean. Isn't that crazy? So whoever crashed the car, they just ran away? They, they ran away. They haven't caught him yet. Wow. He said there were four of them. Wow. So I don't know how many people actually were in the car when it crashed, but how stupid are they? They crash a car that they stole. Right. With the guy in the with trunk. the guy in the back. This, it really is. It's like, it was like, what was that Billy Crystal movie? The, he was the shrink. Robert De Niro's oh, the, analyze, analyze this, this, this. And, and he, they, they, he hits the guy, the, the mob <laughs> car with the guy in the trunk. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> Speaking of escapes. Yes. A young calf escapes the slaughterhouse truck. And then he went to your and house. And then he and went back to the slaughterhouse. Exactly. Truck. But there is a good ending to oh, this no. story. <laughs> what, what is going on here? I don't know. I just want to do good stuff All today, right, okay? Fine. Anyway, we'll talk about that and exactly what the president's going to be doing today because uh, he is actually working. So that all coming up next <laughs> at 850 WFTL. The South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams has a couple of days off. I'll be back next week. Diener filling in for Bill. He's the other voice you'll hear shortly. Uh, the President of the United States, uh, Joe Biden, he's on his way to Ottawa, Canada today to meet with, first, did you know there was such a thing as the Governor General of Canada? Never heard of it. Mary Simon is her name. <laughs> 
Well, they also use Parliament, so I guess they just yeah. you know they got different they got different rules up there. Uh, and then later, the president and first lady will join Prime Minister Trudeau and Mrs. Trudeau for what they call an intimate gathering. Oh yes, it's movie at their, night at their residence. <laughs> yes, they're, 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 they're playing Twister together. I don't know what they're doing, but uh, it's all about the stability of our two countries and where we stand on uh, Ukraine is a big part of it. How do you like that? Let me ask you a hypothermical. Okay. Okay. Which one do you think strikes more intimidation into the into the hearts of world leaders? The image of Biden and Trudeau together having yes. a meeting or the image of <laughs> Xi and Putin together having a meeting? Chummy, chummy, talking about how their relationship is stronger than ever and they're going to do things that haven't been done in 100 years together and they're going to change the world together. Does Which tr- one do you think is a little bit more intimidating? Does Trudeau have his eyebrows on? That's the question. That's the question. Yeah, okay. If he's got his eyebrows on, then right. I'm going to say Trudeau okay. Biden. Just, just saying. Just for the eyebrows. You're right. I mean, if you want to look at optics, it does not. Uh, do either one of these men scare you? No. No. Uh, China and Russia became so much stronger this week. They signed treaties the whole point. together. And, they, and they, you know what's happening? They are trying to create peace. As, you know, whatever you want to believe on that end. But they're trying to create peace so they can gather basically new alliances. They want to be the America of the world, That's China. It. They want to so, run things. Exactly. So they are gathering the nations around them in the Middle East and in Asia. And, and where saying, are they going? They're hey, going to countries that need money. Right. And saying, hey, how about you? I ran in Saudi Arabia. How about you guys become friends now? And while you're at it, you can start using the Chinese currency instead of the American currency in your deals. So that's the angle when it comes to, well, we're trying to create peace in the region. We're friendly. We're nice. See, you have us all wrong. No, they're trying to take over, and they're doing it very well. And they're doing it country by country. Exactly. You're you're right. They're doing it extremely well and very quietly, by the Mm -hmm. way, because no one's really paying attention to what's going on over there. Just saying. And then when do they move into Taiwan? That's next. Yeah, well— it's coming. Well, see, then they'll paint that as a, as a peacekeeping mission. Yes. We're, we're going to protect the Taiwanese. That's, That's right. why we're doing this. That's how they'll do it. And then little Chubby over at North Korea will oh. join the, the – the, be, it'll become the axis of evil between the three of them. It's not good. No, well, that's all right, though, because Biden and Trudeau are hanging out. They're talking about security and defense and spending. So we're in good hands. We're in good hands with two of the weakest men in the world. Wonderful. Be nice. No. Okay. <laughs> it, uh, it, it does. It makes us look pretty bad. I, I agree with you. But you know what? I, I am a firm believer. You know, the pendulum, as I always say, swings. It's, it's far left now, but eventually it's going to – it, it over, always overcorrects. So then it swings far right. Possibly. And then it eventually – it always does. Then it comes back in the middle. It all works out in the wash, as I, I tell we'll see my how kids. It all goes. Uh, this kind of went totally unreported yesterday, which is kind of scary. Denver police have located a suspect's car in yesterday's shooting of two staff members oh, at East High School. Seventeen-year-old student. Uh, they released his name, but eh, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. Uh, shooting. Uh, walked in, shot the dean, Gerald Mason and Eric Sinclair. They're both going to be okay. Then took off in a car. They found his car, that being the shooters, the alleged shooters, I guess about 50 miles away. And wow. according to reports this morning, they found a body oh. in the woods near the car. But they're not saying it's the kid. Yeah. Now, here's the gotcha. 
All these parents were called yesterday at East High School in Denver, okay? They find out that this kid that allegedly shot these two deans was on a special security list. Oh, God, that's And great. that there's like 50 kids on this special security list going to the school that parents, all the parents, did not know about. <laughs> Students didn't know about. What are these kids on this special security list known for? They've all been arrested for bad things. They all were patted down every day before they walked into the classroom. Wow. I mean. So you find out the kid sitting next to your kid in the, you know, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, whatever grade we're talking about here, tenth grade, is patted down because he got arrested for having a gun and he wasn't supposed to. And you're st- because you don't want to make you want to make sure this kid still gets an education and let him into the school system, but we'll pat him down every day. Apparently, they didn't pat this guy down very well because he walked in with a gun. Can we can we do better with our schools? It's, I mean, honestly, you know, you, you send your kid to school for an education, and it's not a safe environment. No, well, it's not. We've <laughs> I mean, had this conversation ad nauseum. You, you know, after especially after you know Stoneman Douglas, it's like, come on, you know what? You would think people would learn. But they don't. And I, I don't understand it. You know, it's it's what's really sad is Nora, my granddaughter's going to uh, kindergarten and they had orientation. One of the highlights of the night was the police officer that's been there for 20 years. Wow. And how the kids love him okay. and how that's he's good. there. His car is parked outside. He roams the school all day. Elementary school. I've been saying this for years now. Can we protect our schools with our children in there the way that we protect Capitol Hill with our corrupt politicians in there? It it would be nice if we can treat our kids with the same sense of security and importance as we do with corrupt politicians. I agree. It would be nice. It would be very nice. I'll leave you with this story. You know me and animals. What, we're done? No. Oh. I got my story. (laughs) We're not done. I I was writing the show early. No. I'd like to. (laughs) Kidding me. 45 minutes. We're done. (laughs) We're at 9 o'clock. It's coming real early today. Anyway, uh, a young calf was at the slaughterhouse in New York City. Oh, Lord. I didn't realize they had a slaughterhouse in in Brooklyn, to be quite honest with you. This little girl. Well, it's a girl. Listen, okay. I thought it was a guy at first, but it was a little girl decided, <laughs> I ain't going without a fight. I'm getting out of here. Escapes the slaughterhouse truck somehow. I don't know how. Ends up running through town. A pizza place sees the cow go running by, the calf go running by. This They'd, happened in Brooklyn? Yeah. So listen to this. Here they are talking about, <laughs> these. Are the, I guess these are the guys that work at the pizza parlor that saw the cow oh. running by and, and what happened with the cow here. Listen to this. Everybody just came out of the stores and we were all trying to herd it into a corner. But she was feisty. She put up a fight. We didn't want her to get hit by a car and we didn't want anybody to get hurt. They didn't want her to get hurt. They didn't want her to get hit by a car, but they catch her and put her back in the slaughterhouse truck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, well, that that kind of defeats the purpose. Oh, my gosh. I'm thinking the original pizza people, you're not very nice. (laughs) Fortunately, a guy by the name of Mike Stura, he owns Skylands Animal Sanctuary in New Jersey, See? was watching it on TV because apparently some news station picked it up Covered live in it. there and called and called the slaughterhouse and said, listen, I'll buy the cow. They fought him. The guys oh, wow. that had this, the, whoever owned the, the truck that had the cow were like, nah, 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 she's going. And, and he finally convinced him. So he went and picked her up. So now she will spend the rest of her days on this Skylands Animal Sanctuary. This is like, uh, reminds me of Babe, like the beginning of Babe. Yeah, where huh? Babe escapes from the, the slaughterhouse truck and ends up on the farm and with Hoggett. 
<laughs> I don't know. That'll this, do. That'll, that'll do, do pig. pig. That'll do pig. Yeah, I don't How do you like this, that? Yeah. So it's, it's <laughs> still, we don't want the thing to get hurt, so we just want to put it back in the slaughterhouse truck and send it on its way. <laughs> It'll be safe there. Unlike my house. You escape from my house, you end up in a truck on oh, the way no. to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> wow. That's what Bill says. Oh, goes, I know. Every animal I've ever named, you send away. <laughs> Poor Gronk. R.I.P. <laughs> Poor Cash. Poor Cash. Good eating. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Uh, when we get back. Yes. Giselle is finally putting it all to rest. We're having Tom Brady news without Bill here? Well, he's like, like, this I mean, is like I'm a sin. Wait a week for I Bill to come back to, to Tuesday. No, yeah. we're not. We're going to talk about Giselle next because, well, I'll tell you, she looks fabulous. Yeah, and, and Tom yeah, Brady's does. probably going, "What the hell did I do wrong now?" But anyway, she looks good, mm-hmm. and she and 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 she was very, very gracious and very elegant about the whole situation. All right. So I like her even more now. That and is Donald Trump going to get arrested today? Hmm. We'll have all the details coming up <laughs> next so. at eight fifty WFTL. You know what day are we on the in Trump indictment watch? Oh, now it's day four, day five. I've I've lost count. It's somewhere in there. I think it was on Monday. It was first mentioned on this particular radio program. Mm-hmm. Why is it that everyone is assuming Trump's going to be indicted when they have not heard from all the witnesses yet to be presented to this grand jury? Uh, one we being, were the only like one of the only ones asking the question. It was like it was just an assumption that and we kept saying, "Yeah, well, you know, he's probably going to be indicted because it's New York." And that was until we found out. Oh, they were hiding evidence. How many pages did they say Alvin Bragg has? Hundreds, like six hundred pages. <laughs> Mostly from Bob Costello. Duh. Uh, it, it, they were, the grand jury was supposed to convene yesterday. They, I guess they all got a call. Maybe they did meet. And then they were sent home. Uh, they, they never met. They, were, they got together and it was like, go home. Alvin Bragg, the New York uh, Manhattan district attorney, said, sorry, go home. We don't need you today. They're supposed to reconvene today. Supposed to hear from another witness, although I don't know who the witness is. They said it's not Michael Cohen and it's not Stormy Daniels. Okay. And we know it's not Bob Costello because he's fed up at this point. Right. So it depends on who they listen to. It, it depends on if they can even somehow keep going with this after it was found that all those hundreds of pages of evidence that clear Trump of any of these accusations that they're trying to indict him on. How can you even keep going forward once you find out that the prosecuting attorney, in this case Alvin Bragg, was hiding evidence. Well, okay, that helps. <laughs> and you know what? He has to prove. Now, this is how they get him, Trump, that is, with an indictment. They have to prove that the money he, okay, Michael Cohen paid, allegedly paid, Stormy Daniels, $130,000, I think. $131,000, somewhere there. Something. Yeah. I, it, the figure's really a moot point. According to the reports. According to the reports. Michael Cohen had insisted the money was his own. Came right. out of his bank account. He later... After 2016, sometime when he had his falling out with Donald Trump, he comes out and starts spewing, well, Donald Trump gave me money to repay me the 120, 130 grand I gave Stormy Daniels. Michael Cohen's trying to say it was campaign funds that paid Michael Cohen. Trump was like, nah, I never paid him any money, but if I did, it was personal. They have to prove that it was finance money, campaign finance money that Trump used to pay Michael Cohen to get Trump on an indictment. Right. That's a that's a hard bridge to cross. Which is they've been trying to cross that bridge for a while and they haven't been able to. And so it's this has just been one big joke, one big waste of time, even if okay, they find some way to indict him, 
which seems very, very doubtful at this point. Just like we've been saying this week, that's, you know, it's it's possible that this doesn't end up in an indictment because the whole thing was garbage to begin with. We thought maybe they would indict him anyway just because. <laughs> but now, <laughs> right, we knew the whole thing was garbage. We kept saying it was. But now that there's actually evidence of them hiding evidence yeah. <laughs> that would clear Trump, I don't know how you can go forward with this. I, I don't I don't see a path. Well, if Alvin Bragg's the guy in charge and he's the one that hid the evidence, he's going to say he didn't hide evidence and he's going to come forward. I don't know. It's, it's, it's all crazy. It's just like, you know what? It's it, a soap it, opera. It, whatever Trump does, he, he gets in trouble for. It could be he helps an old lady across the street, and then later you'd find out he was the one who put the banana peel in the middle of the road. Right. That's what they would what, say. What? So, <laughs> I, and it gets to the point where it's ad nauseum now. It's like, okay, just let's let the guy run, let the election take place, and let's move on, please. You know, I'm I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> uh, what we're going to be done with, by the way, tonight's the night, uh, or later this afternoon, the Piers Morgan, uh, Ron DeSantis, oh yeah, interview runs. Uh, Piers Morgan asked uh, the former the former governor, listen to me already. Jeez. Whoa, that was a slip. <laughs> Excuse me, not former governor. <laughs> Looking still into our the governor. future, maybe. Well, it could very well be that our governor. <laughs> said that if he was given the opportunity, he thinks TikTok is horrible. He said, you know, let's forget about the fact that they were giving all this information to China. He said, I don't want, he goes, I got little kids. I don't want my little kids seeing half the stuff on that that channel. He mm-hmm. goes on that platform. There's a lot of questionable things that take place on TikTok, and there's oh, yeah. really no filters. No. Your kids get on TikTok, they can see all kinds of stuff. So I mean, you, they're supposed to take down videos, but they yeah, can't well. get to everything all at once. So is Facebook, and they had that guy that killing people yeah. on for uh, an hour and a half live. Well, the CEO of TikTok, I can't say his name. He's going to be in front of the House Energy and Commerce Committee today to talk about exactly where all that information that they gather on TikTok, TikTok, TikTok goes. <laughs> say that three times fast. He insists that it doesn't go to the Chinese government. Right. He's saying, I guess this is what he's going to testify to. He's saying that it's all housed at an Oracle, I guess, uh, what's the one I'm looking for? You know, computers, whatever. They're all housed in America. That Oracle controls the whole system that runs TikTok in America, and it acts as a firewall from the Chinese gathering the information, harvesting information from you know, American users. That's that what he's going to testify Chinese to. Chinese balloon he says it's safe. was really a weather balloon. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, the TikTok CEO isn't going to come out and say, well, guys, you're right. <laughs> I mean, China's been stealing all the information. There's nothing we can do about it. He's obviously going to come out and try to save his company. Wow. Well, not his company, but, you know, I guess the, one the American version. Yeah. yeah, the American version of it. So true. But, I, I, I you know, it, it's nice that it's making grounds on Capitol Hill. It's nice that the House you know, subcommittee is going to look at this and everyone's going to get their answers. But I think it's it's the cows. You can never mind the cow. you got a herd is already out of the barn. <laughs> You're not closing this door. It still is shocking that the Biden administration went after this the way that they did. I mean, TikTok helped them to win the midterms quite right. well, not win the midterms. I know they didn't win the midterms, but it helped them to do you know better in the midterms than a lot of people thought they were going to because it reaches Gen Z. They they have it down on how to reach Gen Z on TikTok and get their message across and you know, twenty somethings getting their news on TikTok. That's that's their source of information. So 
I'm surprised that they're going after it the way that they are. Something must be going behind the scenes that's hurting them. I don't know. He needs to take control of what's going on with the finance world, though. Interest rates uh, went up uh, a quarter of a percentage point yesterday with the Federal Reserve. Stock market acted accordingly. The Dow lost 530 points. S&P dropped 65. NASDAQ down 190. It was a great day for your stocks yesterday. Build back better, Jen. Hopefully they will rebound sometime today. We can only hope. Okay, you know how in the state of Florida we have this death penalty new law now that if somebody really bad is up for the death penalty, it has to be a unanimous decision by the jury? Right. Guess what? Yes. It's about to change. This is, I think I know where this is coming from, too. Yeah, well, it's exactly where it's coming yeah. from, actually. We're going to talk about that. And is Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, is no. she the serial skier? Oh, My no. goodness, she's like a serial killer on the mountain, according to this guy. It was not a good day for her in court yesterday. <laughs> we'll have all these details coming up next at 850 WFTL. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. What did you say, day five of the Trump indictment watch? Yeah, it depends if you count the weekend. Okay, so day four. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's, uh, we still wait. Uh, the grand jury is supposed to reconvene today. I still say he's not going to be indicted. I oh, it's garbage. I've said it for five days now, so... I'll probably be wrong like I usually am, and they'll indict him by this afternoon. So it should be interesting <laughs> Very to see well, what happens. That could happen, but it, I mean, I don't know how they can do it now that if they found all the evidence that Alvin Bragg was hiding, hundreds of pages of, uh, they call it exculpatory evidence. Right. Because he's going to say it's not, it's not real evidence, and uh, everyone's going to believe Alvin Bragg. Right. So right. It's a he said, who said, they said. So we shall see. Uh, the biggest news, actually, un- un- unfortunately, this morning is the weather in California. Ironically enough, I was talking to my brother yesterday who lives just outside of L.A. Well, he's pretty far outside, but uh, a tornado hit 10 miles southeast of L.A., Montebello. That's unbelievable. Tornado. He said he's been there, I think, 45 years he's lived in California. He's like, I've never heard of a tornado. I've never heard of a tornado in metro Los Angeles Ever. area. And then and it wasn't small either. I mean, like 110 mile per hour winds, they said. My nephew's getting married. Camarillo, 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 I think is what it's called. Beautiful. It's north of where my brother is near Calabasas. And they got hit by a tornado. And it was a little one. They look more like Mike, what we would call a microburst. It really wasn't like a, a tornado tornado, but it still did a lot of damage. So it's just wild. Yeah, no, absolutely. See California get hit with a tornado. I mean, you think about the weather that's been taking place in that area of Southern California. You've had blizzards. You've had... Uh, flooding, you've had mudslides, and not a tornado. And a tornado. 
My good What's next? Gosh. Locust. <laughs> They're coming. I'm telling you, watch out. Wait, you're not kidding. Watch out. It's kind of scary. No, Makes you not, wonder what's yeah, going on, huh? Man. Uh, this was all related to something that unfortunately happened right here in South Florida at Stoneman Douglas High School. Uh, because of what happened in Parkland and what happened to that creeper shooter in Parkland, a bill that would change death penalty requirements now advancing through the Florida legislature. The measure passed a key state committee earlier today, well, yesterday, now ready for a vote in the full Senate. It is supposed to sail through the Senate. It's supposed to sail through the House. Right. It would remove, as it stands right now, a jury needs to unanimously agree on recommending the death sentence ruling. It would change that to give the judge the ultimate decision. That's right. Similar to what happened with the uh, Murdaugh trial in South Carolina. It, the jury's dismissed, then the judge decides what the penalty phase will be. Uh, so I got a feeling, and it's all based on the fact that so many people were upset that that creeper in, in Parkland got mm-hmm. a life sentence. That's right. And that's what it's from. 100%. And that was actually when uh, Charlie Crist and Ron DeSantis were debating during the gubernatorial race for the midterms a few months back. It was the only thing they agreed on during the debate that Nick, I don't want to say his name, the creeper. Parkland shooter should have gotten the death penalty. Right. And it was a disappointment in the system and the way that it works. They saw the flaw in the system when it comes to you need that unanimous vote for the jury. That one person held back and he didn't get the death penalty that he should have gotten. And they both agreed on that, that, yeah, you know what, that's probably something that needs to be fixed. And I'm not surprised to see it. It's going to go away, and it's, it would go to the judge, I suppose, right? Yeah, and that, that's what will eventually happen. The Do you judge think the will judge have... would have done it in the, in the Parkland case? Oh, in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think yeah, so, right? In a heartbeat. She was, she was a uh, yeah, she she didn't was like, spicy. She didn't like the eight. Mm-mm. No, she wasn't buying it. And, 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 you know, a judge is supposed to be impartial, but if you look at – if you base it purely on fact – you know, that's what a judge is supposed to do. They're not supposed to be influenced one way or the other. So if you look at it and you look at what that creep did, how could you not come back and say, I don't care what your life was like? So you know? I guess, oh, of course. I, I guess South Carolina already has it that way. Yes. Right? A lot of states do. Okay. It's, it's just, we changed it, and I don't know why we changed it. It changed a, a while back, and I, I don't know the specifics, but all of a sudden became it had to be a unanimous thing. Uh, last night, too, we had that. They just mentioned in the national news, ironically enough, 3D printed rocket finally launched. Relativity Space. It's called the Turan 1 booster. Lifted off. Did okay. How'd it go? Uh, okay at first. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then it crash landed. Uh, when it got to its second stage, uh, apparently it reached oh, had problems. I guess they it had an anomal- anomaly, as they call it. An anomaly, yeah. It means yeah. someone screwed up. <laughs> is what that means. Anyway. But it got higher than it did in the first two times. First two times, it never got off the, uh, never got off the ground. So. I mean, all kidding aside. That's, that's pretty cool. That's you printed, a, you printed a rocket. It's incredible. <laughs> I can't print from here to the back machine. They print a rocket. I know, I like, come on, give print, me a break. Printing paper in the office. This is incredible. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> is a ski killer. Oh, I my just, God. This image of Gwyneth Paltrow now being painted as like this serial skier where she 
intentionally goes down slopes, <laughs> seeking out people to run into, and she makes her way and and just carves a path of destruction down the slope. That's what people are making it sound like. Oh, the, and this guy was on the stand yesterday. He was a friend of this. Terry Anderson. Sanderson is the guy suing Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. He says he suffered permanent traumatic brain injury. Oh, stop. And broken ribs. And his life has been changed forever. After Gwyneth Paltrow slammed into him, give me a break. left him unconscious on the frozen tundra of the Park Valley, Deer Valley, oh Park City Resort, gosh. and skied away laughing. This guy. Oh, he makes her out like she's the Joker from I'm that movie. You, it's, it's like horrific. This guy is like your typical show up to a traffic stop hearing with a neck brace on. <laughs> oh, look what happened to me. Look what they did. Put it this way. He originally wanted $3 million. It's now down to 300000 She Jeez. countersued him for a buck. So she's countersuing saying, uh-huh. he hit me. It wasn't it. Oh. And so it's 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 a who said who. But yesterday, one of these, this, this, this <laughs> former, traumatic brain this, damage. This, this, this was the killer that got me yesterday. And you know what? It's it's sad because maybe it is true. Maybe she did slam into him. She caused dramatic, traumatic oh, injury. Please. I don't. She's un- like 100 pounds. Well, Give me a break. Just saying. But you got linebackers the event, out there <laughs> getting hit all the time and running back. 200-pound guy, 300-pound guys running into each other playing football. This guy gets a traumatic brain injury from 100-pound Gwyneth Paltrow. Get the heck out of here. Well, here, here's where he lost total credibility <laughs> with me. One of his friends took the stand yesterday and said, he hasn't been the same since the accident. Oh, my God. We go, we go to wine tastings. He can't taste the wine anymore. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You put this guy on the stand. He's <laughs> dying. Oh, and everyone's geez. going, wah, 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 call right. the ambulance. Yeah, and exactly. I'm like, oh, come on, really? You break with this guy. So anyway, uh, she still hasn't taken the stand. They say she may be called today or tomorrow. But You, you uh, know what What You know what should have happened? Yes, Let's dude. say she actually did run into him real quick. I'll just say this because we're up against it now. She runs into him. Oh, gee, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay, have a good one. Uh, well, how hard is that? <laughs> I mean, now it turns into, I have traumatic brain injuries and can't taste wine. Give me $3 million. Gosh, these people, I swear. It's 300000 now. Oh, that one is I, and, and you know what? People are all saying the only reason he's doing it, it's because it's going to pass. Of course. Her. And, you know, she's worth Mega Millions. I hope he has to pay her money. Could very well. It's only a dollar if he does. Oh, okay. Well, She's that's just fine. looking to clear her name. Right. All. So we'll find out soon. Uh, is Katy Perry... An evil individual? Oh, no. What happened? Oh, this chick on American Idol is out to just destroy her. Whoa. I'm going to play what she said to this contestant that Katy Perry said, and you decide. Is she evil or is she just bad joke? Okay. Okay. That and Sweet 16 (laughs) songs coming up next at 850 WFTL. Blue Jays, Bulldogs, Bruins, and Razorbacks, Hurricanes, Huskies, Owls, Cougars, Wildcats, Aztecs, Spartans, Musketeers, Crimson Dive, Longhorns, Volunteers, 15-seater Tigers ruined your hoop dreams, you got killed, your bracket looks like a crime scene, the Sweet 16. Yeah. Woo. I like those songs. So we'll have one on uh, on Monday that'll come down to, it's the final four on Monday, right? We'll know by Monday, yeah. Holy cow. The reason we're playing that is one of the names in there is the Owls, yeah, which baby. would be who? FAU, baby. Yeah, they're playing tonight. Uh, they take on, hopefully, and they survive. Tennessee, 
regardless of whether or not they win or lose tonight, if you know anybody that knows anybody on this team, you should call them up and tell them, you tell these kids that's the greatest achievement ever. They're oh, playing at Madison Square Garden yeah. in front of a national, international audience tonight at 9 o'clock. Come on, that's huge. You know what's a shame, though? They, they kind of became, they're supposed to be a Cinderella along with Princeton. I mean, also, not, not that we really care about Princeton down here, but <laughs> just in the aspect of storylines, they're a number 15 seed, and they've advanced to the Sweet 16, so that's pretty un- unbelievable, Has too. Has that ever happened before? Actually, St. Peter's did it last year. Oh, really? Remember little St. Peter's, the little Catholic school that could? Is that the one with the nun? No, that, oh, that was, was another uh, one. That's La Jolla. Yeah, Loyola, Chicago. Oh, Loyola. Sister Jean, and she's still kicking, by the way. She's 103. God bless her I soul. Jeez. <laughs> but Prince, Princeton's still going, so that's fun to see, but... With FAU, you know, you're talking about a team that's supposed to be like this lovable Cinderella, but now some people don't like them. I don't know if you saw this. At the end of the game against Fairleigh Dickinson, who people were rooting for because they were that unbelievable They were the upset. other Cinderella team, yeah, right. Yeah, 16C, they beat the one in Purdue right. and they played FAU and FAU kind of ran away with it at the end and beat them. So at the very end of the game, the guy from FAU had a wide open court and normally at that point they're up by I think six or eight points the game is over there's two seconds left it's done normally at that point in the interest of good sportsmanship you're just going to dribble the ball out and wait for the clock to run out you know right? you can throw it in the air in celebration or something but the guy in FAU went up for this like tomahawk you know slam a jamma oh and missed the dunk oh good and the ball went <laughs> flying and the game ended and people started booing and they were booing FAU because of the, the, kid, the that kid that did, did that it was like, you know, showboating when the game was already over. It's poor sportsmanship. So, if, you know, the coach of FAU, Dusty May, he apologized right away. Like in the handshake to the Fairleigh Dickinson coach, I'm sorry, you know, that's not us. He got caught up in the moment. But because of that, you have like the basketball fans like, oh, no, forget FAU. They're, they're oh, jerks. No. We want them to lose. That's too bad. I know. But you know what? I can not understand. Not everybody's that, but the, there's some people who are seeing that now. The, the odds of them going that far, I can understand why the kid got yeah, excited. Yeah, you get caught you up know, in the moment. On. Look, he's a college kid. You know, we, we forget sometimes. It's funny. I was Killian, actually, my, my, my little guy, eight years old, he's been watching the games with me. He's really into it. He has his own bracket and everything. He's looking forward to staying up tonight watching it with me. And it's, <laughs> Is he doing better than we did? Just about as good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's just about the same. And I said to him, we're watching the game. I said, you got to understand, son. I'm like, people forget. These guys are like 19, 20 years old. You know? And sometimes you get caught up in the moment. And they're kids. It's yeah. just that simple. You know? But it's, it's a great story still. I mean, for FAU to go this far, the first ever Sweet 16, Madison Square Garden. God, it's just, it's just a what whole. What a cool story. It'll make for a great uh, movie. Yeah. You know, especially if they win tonight against kind of like the bad news bears of college basketball. No, you know, it's yeah. like come on. And if they win tonight, and they've had a great season. I mean, they're tied with Houston, I think, for the most wins in college basketball. Really, with thirty-three wins this year. Wow. So if they win tonight, then they would play the winner of Alabama and San Diego State, and they would play that on Saturday in the Elite Eight. How good is Tennessee? They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're no joke. They're a four seed in the tournament. They so. always did well in the college football poll for me. So. Yeah, that's true. You like I'm into the volunteers. The, I like the volunteers. <laughs> I really do. They, they saved me a couple of times this past season. We'll, well anyway, 9 out. o'clock tonight. Let's go FAU. Hopefully they'll win. Uh, in the event you get a credit card, your rate just went up again because uh, the Federal Reserve raised rates a quarter of a percentage <laughs> point yesterday. A credit card. <laughs>
Okay, maybe five, six, <laughs> yeah, exactly. seven credit cards, and they're right. all jacked up uh-huh. to unbelievable amounts these days. And it's not getting any better. Mm. And then, of course, the the you know the Dow Jones fell off 530. I, I heard, oh, it's it's tumbling. I was like, oh, God, no. 530 points, S&P was down 65, NASDAQ 190 points down. Isn't it sad? Am I the only one who, re- who remembers this? Back in the day. Yes, when Trump was president? No, even before that, like okay. when Clinton was president. I remember when it was a big deal if the Dow, like a really big deal. I remember seeing on the front page of the Sun Sentinel growing up when the Dow fell 512 points in one day. It was gigantic news. It was everywhere because it was just, you never see that, right? Yeah, now it drops 530. It's like like once a week. Ah, The Dow's (laughs) down 600. It'll rebound. Oh, it dropped 1,200. Remember the day it dropped 1,200 but it came back? That was during the pandemic, during the height of it. Jeez. Speaking of which, the pandemic, totally off track is down here. The president of Moderna got trashed by Bernie Sanders yesterday because the new virus. By Bernie Sanders. By Bernie Sanders because the new vaccine from Moderna to fight COVID-19 just quadrupled in price. <laughs> and Bernie goes, and the and the Isn't CEO of Moderna is trying to say, well, it's a different vaccine. And, and so Bernie goes, I get that, but it's huge. You can't huge, you can't huge. read it. You can't raise prices that much. It's huge. <laughs> so I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm sure Moderna's just going to make more money. But they just quadrupled the price of their vaccine. Well, isn't so, that isn't nice that for them. sweet? Okay, yeah. I'm going to play something for you, and okay. you tell me whether or not you think Katy Perry is evil. Okay, <laughs> or was she just trying to be funny? People are trashing her. Well, I will tell you her. this: I've always liked Katy Perry too. I'm not. I'm going to let you decide. All okay. Right. Here she is on American Idol with a contestant. The contestant's name is Sarah Beth Lieby. Okay. And you can just listen. All right. I'm 25, and I'm from California. You cannot be 25. Person. I have three kids, so that's like... Get what? away from here. Uh, <laughs> okay, Katie? Nope. If Katie lays on the table, I think I'm going to pass out. Honey, you've been laying on the table too much. You know. You know. <laughs> There's the question of the hour. Is Katie Berry evil, or was that just a, a bad joke? It's a funny joke. Oh, this chick came back on and, of course, goes to oh, Instagram Live and TikTok Live please. and Facebook Live and... And says, you know what? It was mom shaming. Oh How my lord! Have you. mercy! Have a sense of humor. But it was all about. So Katy Perry's like, <laughs> I wasn't trying to be mean, and I wasn't mom shaming. And this girl went on and on. She should have. Women should support women, oh and she should be gosh. supporting young mothers. And I was like, okay, please. It was it's a, a f- joke. It, I thought it was a great joke. It's funny, but that's besides the point. Get a sense of humor already. Yeah. Yes, people are so sensitive. Oh, you can't say anything. Oh, speaking of sensitive, wait. I have the greatest story in the world coming up about Amazon. Amazon? Amazon. All right. You will be shocked. I was shocked. I was like, the video, we have to put the video. Oh, really? After after we do it in rapid fire, we have to put the video up because it's so impressive. So we're going to do rapid fire. That's where we both come in with stories. And then we all, well, we usually chime in on each other's stories or all of us do when Bill's here. So we're going to try it with just two coming up next at 850 (laughs) WFTL. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, traditionally, there are three of us, but with Bill Adams on vacation till next week, it'll be two of us. I'm Jennifer Diener's over there filling in on how this works. If you've never joined us for Rapid Fire, we each tell a story, uh, something maybe you've heard. We elaborate on it. Uh, maybe we haven't told it before. And then the other one usually chimes in. We'll see how it goes. Usually we trash Diener's stories. Always. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's because you pick stupid stories. <laughs> I'm not, I, I I'm talked not about this story yesterday, and I apologized because I had the wrong city, and I, and God knows how I screwed that one up. I said it was in New York. It actually took place in Houston. Oh. A suspect accused of paralyzing a mother of three by body slamming her Goodness during gracious. a, call it a jugging robbery. I don't know what that means. Jugging robbery? Jugging. I never heard that term. Neither have I. That's what they call it. He chased this woman, followed her for 24 miles because he watched her take 4,300 bucks out of the bank. And he knew he targeted this woman. He followed her, followed her, body slammed her a number of times. She's now paralyzed from the waist down. Did I tell you Joseph Harrell is 17 years old? Oh, wow. He had been arrested the week before. Of course. Why? Possession of a gun. Aggravated robbery and a number of other things. And of course, they just probably, you know, they let him go. After his arrest for this crime in particular, prosecutors asked for a $200,000 bond, citing the fact that he'd just been released on the $100 bond for the unlawful carrying of a weapon. 100 bucks for an unlawful carry. Okay? Welcome to Houston, folks. What happened? He assaulted this woman, broke her ribs, fractured her spine. She's paralyzed from below the arms. Serious bodily injury. His family shows up in court and says, we can't afford the bond. Okay, oh well. So what's the judge do? Cuts it in half. Oh my gosh. Says, well, that's not fair. You need to be free. Let me cut in half, Mr. Harrow. Then you're going to go on 24-hour house arrest and you're going to be required to wear a GPS monitoring system. How is he not going to jail? <laughs> paralyze anyway, this woman. There's no justice for this woman. She's now paralyzed the rest of her life with her three kids. No yeah. one cares. She got out of the hospital on March 17th. Over a month of treatment she received. It'll take two years or longer for her to actually be able to function again. They've started a GoFundMe page for her. It's up to $300,000. That's good at least. But this little creeper is probably going to get out. He has not set bail yet, but they are working on it. Unbelievable. So. Keep them in there. I think they should just throw the key away on this kid. There's no help in this one. Soft on crime. This is what happens. Well, this is a different type of crime. We all get the spam bot calls, right? Got one yesterday. There Had a nice go. conversation. Oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure you did. It's usually some type of robot or whatever, Hello. right? And you could always tell, Hello, this is la 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 It doesn't matter. <laughs> but you know it's a robot. Well, with the advent of AI, I should say, well, AI's been around, but with it becoming bigger and more sophisticated with okay. like chat GPT and things like that, now they're saying that the family emergency scam could be coming a little bit more complicated. Sometimes you get, you know, a call saying it's a family emergency. You need to send money to so-and-so. Well, it's usually like a grandson or granddaughter exactly. scamming a grandparent. Yes, exactly. Okay. Now they're saying because of AI, scammers might be able to make this even better and make it sound like a real person, maybe even close enough to where they're going to be able to trick you that no. it's someone in your family calling using this, you know, new versions of AI that are coming out. That's scary. It's not good. So now they're calling it, they call it AI voice cloning. And with it, basically, wow. you know, these, these scam artists can create convincing voiceovers to match the people that they're trying to impersonate. Isn't that scary? That's horrifying. That's not good. So you got to make sure. I mean, 
in the new age of artificial intelligence, there's going to be new ways of scamming you as well. So just but be careful with stuff. That would be my luck. You know, my daughter would call, help, I need bond money. Yeah, sure, clunk. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your one phone call, kid. That's done. Done. <laughs> Maybe have like, you know, code words for each other or something like that in case of emergencies. Uh, it's just, man. What is the motto for uh, United States Postal Service? We deliver sleet, sleet snow, snow, rain, rain or, hail, yeah. whatever the case may be. Brimstone. I I, whatever the case. An Amazon driver went above and beyond the call of duty, fearlessly dropping off a package in the middle of an active police standoff. <laughs> you've, been, you've been waiting to do this story all day. You've been chomping at the bit. It actually happened last month, but they just posted it, and it's two. It's you're gonna hear it. Two women actually videotaped it. Happened in Cary, North Carolina. The road was blocked off. It's on either side. There's cop cars up and down. There's SWAT teams out in the middle of the street negotiating with some guy, and here comes this young Amazon delivery guy carrying a package. <laughs> just walks right through everything, and all of a sudden, one of the SWAT guys turns around and goes, "Whoa, where are you going, buddy?" And then he hands the SWAT guy the package. And then, and as I tell you this, I'm going to play the clip for you here in a second. But then he goes, you know how they always say it's delivered and they take a right, picture. Take picture. He takes yeah. a picture. <laughs> takes a picture of all the cop cars. Oh it, and then turns around and walks away. Here's the commentary from neighbors who were actually recording all of it. Amazon, hard at work, in the midst of a standoff, he's going to deliver his package. Oh, my God. Give us the package, bro. <laughs> he ended up him. delivering it, turned around, got in his truck, and drove away. Oh, my God. He literally walked through a, uh, like a police blockade. You know what? Kept walking. I like it. This guy's a hero. <laughs> this guy, you have to see the video. It's hysterical. It's like he just walks through all these police cars like it's no big deal. It sounds like it was made for the morning show see, blog. It definitely was. <laughs> I think it'll go up there. This guy, he should be hailed as a hero. They should bring him to the White House, <laughs> give him the Medal of Honor. I love this. That's Either how that, you do your job right there. Nothing's, nothing's going to stop you. That's hysterical. I'm thinking, this is, I want this guy to deliver my Amazon package. That's, that's awesome. for sure. So wait a minute. Let me get this straight real quick, though. The package was for someone in the house where the standoff was happening? I, I have no idea. The okay. SWAT team didn't let him get that far. <laughs> he, but he walks through like a number of places first. I mean, you, you have to see the video. And then he come and comes comes like up behind like three or four SWAT guys and one of them turns around and is like what are you doing buddy he like stops him and he, he goes oh he already handsome the guy takes the cop takes the package and he goes have a nice day see you later turns around walks away you you're nuts package. I just love the thought of like if it was for the person who's having the standoff they're in the house like oh that's the Amazon package <laughs> I was waiting for. <laughs> now I'm going to stand up with the cops. But it, to watch this kid, it's like he's oblivious to the oh 50 gosh. cop cars that are blocking the street. That it's, is it's amazing. pretty funny. I love that. So how about this? What does Bill always say about Australia? Oh, everything there is trying to kill you. Well, it holds Something true. Something else? It holds true. Oh, God, what now? For this woman in Queensland, Australia. Just in her house. Oh, no. She's tired. She thought she'd go take a nap. Don't tell me a crocodile like shows up in her bed or something. <laughs> she pulls off the covers. Oh God, no! What? And under the covers is a six-foot venomous snake. Oh my God! <laughs> my worst nightmare just came to fruition. The, not oh. only venomous, but one of the world's most venomous snakes. Come on, really? In her bed, under the covers. She took a photo and put it on <laughs> wait, her wait, Facebook. Wait. Is she married? 
Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does her husband like her? Oh, boy. <laughs> Might be a dispute there. I don't know. But she posted a picture on her Facebook. It's I, I, I won't put this because, I mean, it's just a picture. You can always look it up. But it's creepy. I mean, this big brown snake is in her bed. It's like, yeah. So she puts the picture up and she calls. I think first she took the picture and put it on Facebook. And then, then she, she called the cops or the animal rescue people or she, whoever. <laughs> she called Zachary Richards of Zachary's Snake and Reptile Relocation in Queensland, Australia. Isn't it sad that there's such a look, there's such a business? Oh, I'm sure. Obviously, I mean, it happens a lot then, sure. right? There was a six foot, but if you're wondering the, the snake, a six foot eastern brown snake. And it was stretched out on her, on her bed. <laughs> She's sitting there looking at it. Says when I arrived, those you know was waiting outside, and I went inside to the bedroom. There's the snake. <laughs> I would have died. I would have died oh, right gosh. there. I never. I I hate snakes. The it's only bad. kind of snake I like is a dead one. I'm sorry. She if said, you're a snake lover, I, I apologize. It. I don't like snakes. And she said she put a towel over it. So it yeah, because they well they they just curl up then. Yeah, that's right. She says she pushed the door open and it was just lying on the bed looking at me. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I I really I would die. I would die. They're thinking the snake rescue guy says uh, he's thinking it probably came in through an open door or window to escape the heat and found her nice, nice comfy bed to lay on. So it goes into a bed under the covers? Yes. Wants to stay cool? Stupid snake. (laughs) (laughs) He said he got the snake and relocated it to an area far from the nearest human residence. Yeah, sure. That's what he says. And these people are crazy. A friend of mine's on the venomous team for... You know, the fire department, right. they catch these things. All, not that, but I mean, right. like, you know, coral snakes and sure. rattlesnakes. Oh, they're so cute. I'm like, you're an idiot. Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a dead snakes or good snake. So I guess they're Bill's right about Australia. Everything. Even when you go in to take a nap, yeah, everything's trying, trying to kill you. That's crazy. <laughs> no, thanks. Oh. Is that going to make the blog? Too? No. It's okay. A, just, it's just, okay. It doesn't make the cut. Okay. But I thought it was a fun story. <laughs> it doesn't make the cut. <laughs> well, speaking of doesn't make the cut, coming up next is Donald Trump going to be indicted and TikTok heads to Capitol Hill today. All the details mm. coming up next at 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams has the week off. He'll be back uh, next Tuesday, I do believe. Uh, Just another PSA and a warning. The Adams brothers are in town. Uh, I heard last night they went axe throwing. Careful. I don't know if they're going to go back to throwing axes again. (laughs) Have you ever done that? No, you go to that place. I would, I would love to do that. It it gets all your frustrations out. Uh, I love, I love how you're just painting Bill and his brothers as like Viking raiders marauding through. It's not me. (laughs) It was him. I I, I said, "What are you guys doing?" He goes, "He goes, we're going to go throw axes. We're going to go hunting or shoot guns." I said, aren't you going to be drinking? He goes, oh, yeah, there's going to be a hell of a lot of that. <laughs> so I said, great. A bunch of guys drunk throwing axes. That's safe. The, the image I have of, of Bill and his brothers this week is like something out of like Mad Max as they're like driving through the, t- through the desert on these giant vehicles and Bill's hanging off of it with axes. Yeah. Playing the guitar. <laughs> I think they're going just, down 95. I think they're just going to the place where you can throw axes dinner. Okay? That's the image I get. <laughs> they're not that bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know one. Of, you know they are from New Hampshire, but, but let's be nice, okay? <laughs> teasing, Bill. Yes. Teasing, and all your brothers teasing. We'll be back Tuesday. The family. Yeah, Tuesday. Uh, it is day five of the Trump indictment watch. We have said all week that uh, we don't think it's going to happen uh, after what came uh, to fruition yesterday. Alvin Bragg, who is the district attorney for the Manhattan district attorney. He's the one going after Trump. He's trying to say that Donald Trump, when 
he was running ready to run for the presidency in 2016, that Michael Cohen, who was Donald Trump's attorney at the time, paid porn star Stormy Daniels, mm-hmm. who Trump allegedly had an affair with in 2016, paid her 120, 30, whatever it was, thousand dollars, more or less hush money. Michael Cohen said originally it was his money. He later, when he had a falling out with the former president, recanted that and said, well, Trump reimbursed me and he used campaign finance money to do it. That's how they're going to get Trump on the indictment. But then Bob Costello, who was Michael Cohen's former attorney, shows up in front of the grand jury and says, everything that Michael Cohen told you is a lie. The man opens his mouth, he lies. And he provided hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages of testimony and documentation that proved that Michael Cohen was a liar that conveniently didn't make to the grand jury. Aha. And that's what they talked about yesterday. And that's why the whole thing fell apart. Right. And they told the grand jury, you can go home for now, uh, stand by. I it's just, there's just, there's no shot here. But see, there's the, no chance for Alvin Bragg and this this prosecution team. They have nothing. But the, the thing it's it's a it's a tough link to make. You know, say Trump did repay Michael Cohen. How are you going to prove it was finance funds? I mean, the the guy's worth millions of dollars. It's not right. like he doesn't have 130 grand sitting around somewhere that he can write a check or send a Zelle or whatever the case may be. Venmo the money over to Michael Cohen. Who knows? Uh, it, it, but to, to make that bridge that it was campaign financing money is going to be kind of hard. We shall see. And, and now that – does the grand jury know that Alvin Bragg hid hundreds of pages of – I would think they would have to know, right? I information. Mean, sure. So we shall see. I had always <laughs> said from the beginning, you know, if you look at this, this is like the, the prelude to a, a trial. You go to a grand jury first to see if you get enough information to move along. Right. If they're going to hear all the testimony, how can you say a man's going to be indicted before they've heard from all the witnesses? <laughs> well, they haven't heard from all the witnesses yet. So you would assume that, you know, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Joe Schmo from up the street, Donald Trump, uh, Joe Biden, whatever the case may be. Hear all the testimony first and then you decide who's going to get indicted or not. And that's why it's important to wait because of, well, situations like this. When you find all this, what they call it, uh, ex- exculpatory evidence. Right. I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not familiar with some of these terms. But when, I know them you, all. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll just leave that alone. Yeah, me and you both. <laughs> you basically have a law degree. <laughs> sorry. But so apparently that's all these hundreds of pages that were found. You know, found in air quotes. Oh, well, oh, no, there's, there's that box. Here. Yeah. It reminded me, and, and just to go off Trackistan for a second, remember when the ginger devil Roger Goodell Said he didn't know that tape was sitting on his desk. Oh, Ray Rice, the of old Ray Rice yeah, and the guy, Raven's the Ravens running back. He yeah. beat his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, he didn't know it was sitting there for six months. Yeah, right, exactly. Sure, you didn't. So you know, again, with something like that, it just <laughs> they they don't have anything to go on. If you, you your your case is destroyed when something like that is found out that you haven't shown that evidence. That's basically going to clear Trump when it comes to these accusations, which. We've gone over this before. This isn't new. Stormy Daniels said in 2018 that she made it up. I mean, this isn't like some big revelation, which is why it's been ridiculous that they're going after him for this. I thought they would have gone after him for the stuff in Georgia, which is also flimsy. When he's like, you know, they said, find me the votes. Find, oh, yeah. find the votes. That whole thing with uh, Raffensperger in Georgia during the 2020 election. Well, also on the other side of Manhattan, they got the other thing going on with the documents that they found at Mar-a-Lago. 
You know, isn't it yeah. convenient? They found documents at Mike Pence's house. They found documents at Joe Biden's house. They found at, at three locations at Joe Biden. And uh, the only one you ever hear about is the ones they found at Trump. Oh, yeah. The Mar-a-Lago spread out. They were taking selfies with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just saying. Um, you, you never hear about anybody else. No. Uh, the CEO of TikTok's going to Capitol Hill to say that uh, the Chinese are not stealing all our information or your kids' information if you're on TikTok. All right. We'll Do you see believe how that, that? Goes. I don't agree no. with it. <laughs> I don't agree with the word this guy is going to say. And I will just leave you with this. Yes. Robert, R- Robert, Rupert Murdoch, mm-hmm. you know, the billionaire, 92 years old, getting for married me. for the fifth time. Got his ex-wives must do well. What is the point? It's like you're asking to pay alimony. He says, oh, it was love. It hit him like a ton of bricks. Oh, give me a break. He got divorced (laughs) from Jerry Hall, yes, the model actress that last summer. Uh, He is, he's 92. The new wife will be, is 66. She is the San Francisco former police chaplain, Anne Leslie Smith. It was love at first sight. Sure. Sure. That billions of dollars, that makes you love anybody. He's fallen in love a lot, I guess. God. Imagine what that alimony payment's yeah, like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's wow. got six kids, by the way. Uh, and uh, he walks down the aisle again this summer. Man, that just does not learn. All right. And they're killing off the Camaro. Why? Uh, Bill would be so upset because before he, he got his new years. car, he had a Camaro forever. So we'll talk about that and so much more coming up next at 850 WFTL. Yeah. I'll be testifying before Congress. Now this comes at a pivotal moment for us. That would be the CEO of TikTok telling everybody that he's going to be on Capitol Hill today with the House Energy and Commerce Committee. Uh Uh-huh. Telling them, we're not stealing your information. China doesn't have the information of the 150 million people in the United States who are actively, 150 million, actively (laughs) using TikTok. I, I, this reminds me of somebody. Actually, I, I was I was talking to uh, one of my buddies who's in the military, and we were just talking about you know the, the all the stuff going on with China, like the Chinese spy balloon recently and everything. And he's telling he's he's like he's like you know you you gotta understand something. <laughs> he's like everything China has they've stolen. I'm like oh, oh, that's pretty interesting. True. He's right. And so it made me think about. He's, he's like they don't come up. You know maybe they come up with some things. He's like but for the most part like the, their main things. It's all stolen through whether it's technology, you know, military, whatever. He's like it's stolen through cyber, you know, warfare and cyber hacks and cyber attacks. He's like they they steal everything. He's like you have to understand how this works. And so when it comes to TikTok, I mean that's it's just another tool for them to to steal stuff. But then you get people like this Robert Lucas. He's a TikTok user, a self-taught cake artist from Georgia. He makes all Wait, of what? his money. <laughs> On TikTok, and wow. he's telling us basically, you know, how can you get rid of it? I yes. got the circle. Of oh death no, over we here. got the TikTok circle. TikTok has given me and countless others like me the opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Well, it died. So Sorry. The opportunity to make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Is it's what true. he's basically saying. So he's kind of sitting on the fence going, okay, you got more than 150 million active users on TikTok in the United States. Mm-hmm. You want to shut it down. You want to see a revolution in this country? Shut down TikTok. That's interesting. I never thought about what would the blowback be like from people like that who are, you know, TikTok influencers. They're TikTok famous. They have their audience there. They make six figures, not yearly, monthly by being on TikTok. Isn't that sad? And, you know, because of ads and all the sponsors that they get. 
And so it just makes you wonder, I mean, what kind of blowback would there be? Would, would you actually have protests over this? Well, you know what? If I were one of those people, I can remember years ago, my brother said, you know, you should start your own YouTube channel. And I said, why? He goes, you have animals that live together that shouldn't live together. Mm-hmm. You know, like you got cats and dogs and rabbits and chickens. I've told times you need a reality show. You know, and he said, he goes, people put their dogs and their chickens sleeping together up and it gets a million views. Right. And I, I was like, no, I would never do that. And I think now, what an idiot I was. <laughs> I probably could have all these followers watching my stupid chickens. But the it's, Jen Ross Ranch. That's yeah, your YouTube channel. It's, it's, that'll be it. So the Ross Ranch. It's uh, and yeah, me riding my tractor around picking up poop all that's day. Right. That's all I do. But that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, somebody like that, and most of them are young people. You know that yeah. they got out of high school. The next thing mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm cute and I do makeup and let me show you how I can change my face and make you look good too. Has 300 million people sure. following her. Models. Yeah. Cooks. Comedians, singers. I mean, there's tons of, you know, uh, uh, gamers. There's millions, not millions. Toys. uh, Toys, right. Hundreds, thousands of different ways that people make money on TikTok, and that's that's their living. So you take that away, there would be major blowback. Oh, I bet you people would sue, too. But you know what? I mean, sorry. Like, if it's a national security issue... Go get a real job. I mean, I'm sorry. Hopefully, hopefully you save some money. I don't oh know. God. I mean, or get on YouTube. You already have a following. Hey, go then to go YouTube. on YouTube. You'll still make money there. And, and that's probably what's going to happen if they do indeed shut it down. And they, they, what they'll do is they'll shut down the access to it, so you won't even be able to get it. Uh, all these TikTok influencers are going to have to say, "Hey, listen, I got a new YouTube channel. Go there." But and you, pray right, their followers right. go with them, or right. Instagram, or wherever it is. Yeah, exactly. Go I mean, there's you know ways to still do it on social media you know, twitch whatever you want to do but you you made the point and i think it's a good point too they've it's it's not that it's too late to get rid of it obviously they can get rid of it whenever they want to but it's too late in the fact that you know the cat's out of the bag the the, the, the animals are out of the barn they're running loose they're everywhere right, it's, and the, it, the damage has been done so right. what are you going to do you're going to just collect more data that you already have on 150 million people this stuff is right exactly and also this stuff is like a part of society now when yeah. it comes to TikTok i mean so yes of course you can get rid of it but there is going to be blowback and if there is i mean sorry i guess but wow. when it comes to national security if it's as big a deal as they're saying big enough for the Biden administration to come out and have these hearings and threaten so it, true it must be really bad. Should be interesting to see though what this CEO is going to say on Capitol Hill today about how his company is not stealing your information. Yeah. What did you say? It's still in storage somewhere. Yeah. Sure. Saved on a computer somewhere that yeah, they say China has no access to. Oracle controls it all, and it's in the United States, and they have a firewall, and that's what he says. Yeah. Sure. Denver police uh, have just confirmed that uh, the body they found near a suspect's car mm. yesterday was that of the 17-year-old high school student who shot, fortunately, did not kill two separate deans at East High School in Unreal. Denver. Now, here was the, the, the big gutcha about this is not only has there been another school shooting, but this kid was part of a program at this high school, East High School in Denver, and other high schools in the area. And I don't know if they do it across Colorado or just in Denver, but it was a special program where kids who have had run-ins with the law, say, Mm-hmm. Guns, possessions, maybe an armed robbery, you know, as a juvenile, they're given special compensation that they can go to the school and they can participate like other kids, but they're patted down before they enter each and every day. Unbeknownst to the other students in the school and unbeknownst to the parents of the other students in the school. It's not good. And that's what this kid was part of. 
and now he's dead, and you got two deans that are injured. Well, I got to tell you, whoever made that call, maybe the superintendent of schools in, in Denver, they're wow. in a lot of trouble. I mean, whoever whoever was in charge of that and it's didn't crazy. disclose the information to administrators and parents that, hey, there's a watch list and we're patting kids down, a select few kids down at school. And it wasn't just a select few. There's like 20 of them in the school. Jeez. And apparently their and pat didn't down know. didn't do really well no. because this kid had a gun and was able to get inside with it. We need and, to fix you know, security at our schools. I just, I just don't get it. I was I mean, like, aside from cow. Well, that too. I mean, aside from fixing security at schools, they have to. How do you not disclose that to parents that that threat was was happening? I My don't know. gosh! Can you imagine that you find out that the kid that's been sitting next to you all year in math class is, right. is you know a wanted criminal, but they're letting him come to school? And I understand everybody deserves a break. I I get that, but you know what? If the kid's going to – he's been arrested already or she's been arrested for armed robbery or carrying a weapon when they're not supposed to be, and you have to pat them down because you're concerned that these kids are showing up at school with a gun, you got a problem. Somebody, whoever was in charge of that, I'm telling you right now, there's major lawsuits coming. You're right. That they need to disclose that information. Has the stock market opened yet? No. It took a tumble yesterday on the Federal Reserve's uh, r- rate hike of a quarter of a percentage point. Hopefully it comes back. And it, the words you probably never heard, California had a tornado. Uh, L.A. They're talking L.A. <laughs> and they're looking at now they're saying that I guess the, the National Weather Service has determined that it was 110 mile an hour winds inside. So that's mm-hmm. what, is that an F1? At least, yeah, I would say it's probably an F1. I mean, it's almost a Cat 3 as far as winds are concerned. Can you believe in, that? In hurricane terms. Did a lot of damage. Yeah. A little town called Montebello, California. Fortunately, no one was killed, and that was probably the best thing that we can mm. tell you about it. Wild. What do two Virginia jail inmates have in common? I don't know. A toothbrush and stupidity. Oh, you told me this story. In the interest <laughs> of full disclosure, you told me this story earlier this morning off the air. This is, I'm nominating this for story of the year. This is too bad it wasn't. So good. Too bad they're not, they, they could be the best floor dopes in the world. Oh, they would have run away with it. It's like, you know what? Thank God criminals are stupid. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. It's so good. Uh, we'll have that, what the president's doing today and the latest on the Trump indictment coming up next at 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams has the week off and uh, then a couple of days next week and then he'll be back and Diener's filling in for him. Uh, it is day five of the grand jury Trump situation. Uh, they were supposed to convene yesterday. They were sent home. Uh, they reconvene today. There's a, there's a witness coming forward. We don't know who this next witness is. And then they say they may decide. So we may know by the end of the week whether or not Trump's going to be indicted or not. I say he won't be. It doesn't seem like it. I mean, they kept talking like it was a sure thing. And quite frankly, Trump was talking like it was going to be a sure thing. And I think that was a strategic move on his part for over the weekend when he said, I'm going to be indicted, you know, corruption, all this and that. And, you know, to go and protest and fight back and take your country. And which he never should have said. Right, no, 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 not, not that <laughs> part. Um, but when it gets, you know, he kind of set the stage for it. I, I wonder if we – we probably would have heard reports anyway that a possible indictment was coming this week as the week went on. But he's the one who really broke the news. It's true. You know, over the weekend. So he was kind of forcing their hand. And now as time has gone on, the case has become f- more flimsy and flimsy every single day. And it was flimsy to begin with. Yeah. It's, 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 it's tough for the Manhattan uh, District Attorney, uh, Alvin Bragg, to prove – 
that the hush money was paid from campaign finance funds. And it, he was trying to prove it by hiding exculpatory evidence. And now that came out, hundreds of pages of worth. And then he's like, well, grand jury, uh, be on standby. You can go home for now. Yeah. So they meet again today. So we shall see what's happening. Uh, today is the third day of the strike of the Los Angeles Unified School District. The employee strike. Oh, don't get me started. Five don't do more. it. Hey, I won't. <laughs> More than f- okay, we're moving along. Uh, apparently, the union and district representatives have resumed talking. The LA mayor, Karen Bass, now mediating. Put it this way: they want a thirty percent pay raise. Thirty percent. I would like that I want, too. I'm going to walk down the hall today. I'm going to ask the boss, "Can I have a thirty percent raise?" And uh, you know what? I'm going to go on strike. I'm going to go <laughs> so, to our bosses today. I'm going on strike until I get a thirty percent pay raise. And uh, you know how I'm going to go on strike? I'm going to do TikTok dances <laughs> and choreograph <laughs> with my coworkers until you pay me. That's what these teachers have done. While parents are sitting home scrambling, trying to figure out how to get childcare, and while kids are missing school, like they didn't miss enough school in LA to begin with during the pandemic because they kept them out of there, now <laughs> teachers are doing dances while parents are scrambling and, and students are now aren't learning anything. Well, let's do our dances, guys. <laughs> you jerks. Anyway. What, I told you. What, what infuriated me more than all of that was they turned down a 23% increase. Right. Somebody, right. Any, you go to anybody in any corporate organization across this globe and say, I'm going to give you a 23% raise. I'd faint if you told me that. I'd faint if I got a 23% increase. <laughs> <laughs> 23%. <laughs> Gosh, how do you turn that down? Well, they did. They want 30%. So you know what? Uh, L.A. is going to come back and say, sure, we're going to give you 28%. And that's probably where they're going to decide is okay. By the way, Foot Locker closing more than 400 stores at its malls across the country. So they're done, huh? Yeah. They they say they're going to come back. You know, I With a more diverse plan. I'm thinking, yeah, you need it. They're going to have standalone store formats. You know, when it comes to shoes, I always felt like that was one of the things that would survive the e-commerce revolution. You know, whether it's Amazon or eBay or any website for any store. Because I feel like for shoes, that's something that you want to see in person. You want to try them on. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's true. I I don't know. I think what happens is people find a niche. Like uh, my daughter wears those Hey Dudes. Right. And All of her just, shoes are hey dudes. But you That's buy them it. offline? You know, and she buys them offline well, I and mean, she just buys different colors and different styles. It's like, okay. People buy cars online now. I mean, yeah. that, that's something I thought you, you had to go in person to buy a car. Well, you know what they do is they go try it out somewhere and then they call up Carvana or whatever, they, whatever you know, agency right. they use and they deliver it that way. Hmm. You know, I, I understand that, but eh, not me. I get, there's certain things I got to do. I got to try on clothes. I got to try on shoes. I'm like you. Yeah, I know but uh, anyway, they're in trouble. The Camaro tomorrow will be the tomorrow. Next year will be the last year you'll see the Camaro Ooh. as it is from Chevrolet. Chevrolet. However, the CEO and Vice President Scott Bell, of Chevy's whatever division, <laughs> says, "Rest assured, it's not the end. The Camaro story will live on." They are assuming that the next time you see a Camaro, it'll be all electric, which is fine. But just don't change the body style so much like they did with the Mustang. Yeah, it's tough it's to look at. It's a hatchback. At. Yeah, it's kind of weird looking, huh? Yeah. Isn't it weird? It doesn't uh, look like a Mustang. Yeah, yeah. It I mean, does go fast, though. It does. It beats my Mustang, my old lady out there. I Knock know, on wood, she's still going. Uh, your car looks great for a car that's that old. Are oh. you kidding me? This is why we say we love stupid criminals, and too bad they're not from Florida, so this we can't call them This is the best story of the year. Floor dopes. Two you. Virginia jail inmates 
They used a sharpened toothbrush, a sharpened toothbrush to dig their way out of their cell. That would be fine just in itself that they had a toothbrush, they sharpened it, and they used it to dig. 37-year-old and 43-year-old. They're not saying what their names are. Once they got through the wall and they reached the rebar, they used the rebar to dig further. Wow. Then they got finally got out. I don't know what they covered the hole with. I don't know where it was on the floor or on the wall or whatever the heck the it was. Rebar? I have no idea. <laughs> Who knows? They were able to escape across the wall and they ran to their freedom. They made it. In their orange jumpsuits. It's like Shawshank Redemption. Where's the first place they go to? Where would you go? Get rid of the jumpsuit. Get rid of the handcuffs or whatever it is, shackles they got on you. Get as far away as possible. These guys go to IHOP in their orange suits that says prisoner on the back. (laughs) Sit down and have breakfast and the people at IHOP were gracious enough to serve them breakfast and call the police department. They were arrested shortly <laughs> after their escape. are you? They take months to dig a hole to get out. Then they go to the IHOP. How dumb are you? At least, oh, well, at least change your clothes. <laughs> I understand. Fine. You're hungry. Breaking out of prison is hard work, I guess. But at least change your clothes. <laughs> hey, you know what? They went to IHOP in their prison jumpsuits. <laughs> I love this. This is why we call oh, them dumb criminals. Thank goodness for them. Oh, I have a tale of the bear to tell you next. Oh, oh. This is one. Of, this is another great story. It's coming up in what are you talking about in rapid fire? Do you know? Oh, that's rapid fire. Yeah. It's uh, next. Hello. I'll figure something out. <laughs> okay, good. Think quickly. It's <laughs> okay. coming up next right here at eight fifty WFDA. Time for Jen and Bill's rapid fire on News Talk eight fifty WFTL. This is traditionally where we both come in, or all three of us come in with stories, and the other two jump on it and destroy it and make it sound like it's a waste of time. It's always fun. It's always fun. And and Bill, uh, he'll be back next week and be joining Mm -hmm. us for Rapid Fire. But today it's just Diener and I, and I'm going to share this story with you purely because of the absurdity of it. Please do. 38-year-old Fresno, California guy by the name of Keith Chastain. Okay. He just got arrested. Right. For the 10th time. Well, Keith doesn't sound like a very uh, prominent person here. <laughs> gets better in one month. Oh, geez. He's been busy this month. Yep. Barch has been productive for old Keith. <laughs> the 10th arrest happened earlier this week when the police got a call about a man driving a stolen truck. They went out, nabbed Keith, but it couldn't have been made any easier because he was on his way to the police station to pick up his personal property because he had been arrested before and had left it there. So... Well, that made it pretty easy, huh? He is now facing 18 felonies, 15 misdemeanors, with an array of charges including stealing six vehicles, DUI, vandalism, fraud, possession of a controlled substance, and so much more. And where is this again? Fresno, California. Okay, California. See, and this is the problem. There you go. This is it. All kidding aside, I know it's like ridiculous to talk about somebody like that, but all kidding aside, this is the issue. Ten what are arrests, you doing with this justice system? Ten arrests in one month. How one many, month. How many times does somebody need to be arrested for doing criminal activity before you actually charge them and punish them for doing criminal activity? And not let them out on bond, you mean? Oh yeah, my well, that would gosh. be nice, but apparently not in California. Just, I swear. I don't do this to upset you. I'm just sharing. I, I know. It's the a, absurdity of it all. The absurdity is great, but then when, <laughs> when you dig deep down, you see just the, the absolute it's insanity craziness. behind it. But you look at what he got arrested for, you know, stolen right. vehicles. I steal a vehicle. They're locking you up for of a while. Course. This guy is back on the street in a, two hours. It's in California. Okay. 
Well, I'm surprised you didn't know about this, Jen. Uh-oh. I'm surprised you didn't lead off with this in every single break today. Is it something about Michigan falling into the ocean? No. Oh, okay. A five-planet alignment. Oh, come on. We got really? space news. Yes. <gasps> and I missed it. You did. I'm very shocked. And I, 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 I heard so about, am I. I heard about this, I think, yesterday or two days ago, and then I forgot about it. And I'm so happy. I actually, believe it or not, I got reminded because this story is on our site, 850WFTL.com. Oh, is it really? And okay. I was on the site and I saw it. I'm like, oh, I forgot about this. So this is on top of the Jupiter-Venus thing we just had with the moon. Yeah. Jupiter-Venus were doing that dance. Yeah. How cool is that? This is a five-planet alignment of Mercury. Venus, I'll go in order here of where they are, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and then Jupiter, and then Uranus. No, I'm not saying it the other way. And then (laughs) Uranus. And they're all going to align on Tuesday, March 28th, so just a few days away. Wow. They're going to be visible in the night sky. There's this guy, uh, I guess uh, an astronomer there, NASA's, this sounds like a, imagine the Christmas party here, NASA's Meteoroid Environment Office. (laughs) Be careful how you say that, meteoroid part. (laughs) (laughs) It's at the Marshall Space Flight Center, and he was talking to uh, Good Morning America uh, about it, actually. Wow. Now, can you see it? Do you need a telescope to see this? Well, you might need something, whether it's binoculars or a telescope, because it, Mercury and Uranus mm-hmm. are going to be the hardest to yeah, not pretty far away. But they said Mercury is going to be the hardest because it's going to be like right on the horizon, the western horizon. And that's where Jupiter is going to be. They're going to be close to each other by the western horizon. And then other than, you know, Venus and Mars will be up higher by the moon. And then Uranus is going to look like a green star. But it's going to be the hardest to spot with the unaided eye, he says. But they're all going to be out there. Five that's pretty alignment. Cool. How cool is that? I will remember. It's my cousin's birthday. Oh, there you go. Here's my prediction. It'll rain on Tuesday night. No, And you won't be able to see it, right? Tuesday, March 28th. But if you can't see it, Jen. Yes? Just in case, you can wait 17 more years. Oh. Because on September... (laughs) (laughs) The way my health's going, that's not a good (laughs) wait. Please stop. Stop. (laughs) On September 8th, 2040. Which, how scary is that when you think about 2040 is 17 years away? That's it. Oh. Sounds so far away, and it's not. We Does it ever? You're 2040. You're like, oh, that's like the future. It's 17 wow. years. Eesh. But they said in 2040, you can wait until then if you miss it because you're going to have Mercury, Jupiter, Venus, Mars, and Saturn. Wow. Line in 17 years. I'd like to see the, the the moons around Saturn. That'd be way cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Wouldn't it cool? Yeah. One of these days. So take a look on Tuesday night. Look I up. will. Look for the look planets, up. five planets. Today, Bill gets back, so we'll remember. That's we right. can tell him to look up that night. Yes. Well, this took 30 years, but this past bear hunting season, a new name was placed <laughs> right next to the North Carolina Wildlife Resources Commission record for the largest bear harvested in the western region of North Carolina. Let me introduce to you the hunting party in Haywood County, led by Jeff Teague. Broke the previous Western North Carolina record, which was set in 2022. How big was this bear? Well, you're going to hear from Jeff right now. Here he is talking about seeing the bear for the first time. Okay. It's one of the biggest bears that we've (laughs) ever been fortunate enough to turn on. I mean, it was when we turned loose, we didn't realize exactly how big it was. There's been a lot of bears this year. (laughs) And I could tell it was a big bear, but I mean, you honestly, you couldn't tell exactly that it was... 700 pounds. Oh! 700 pound bear. <laughs> Love the way he gets his bear. This guy's hysterical. So the, the, his name is Jeff Teague. He says, here I am sitting on my front porch. I got corn out in the front yard. 
and I see the bear. <laughs> so I get up, I start chasing the bear. The bear runs away. <laughs> so I get on my radio and I call my brother, Caleb. So Caleb and Lucas, get ready. Bear's coming at you. Oh. I think it was Lucas who had the kill shot, actually. Oh. Now people are upset. They're saying, oh, you killed a beautiful bear. It's old. It's a huge bear. It's like nine feet tall. Oh, the, the picture's like incredible because they took a... I don't know how you stand the bear up like that, what they hang it off of, but it's like pretty incredible. They're standing next to it and they look like little people. He said they eat every bit of the meat on that animal. What? I didn't know you could eat bear. I didn't know that either. Well, they do. And he said, uh, you know, he said it's, it's, that's how we live. Wow. And they use all the hair, all the skin. Uh, They re-harvest all of it. Well, I mean. repurpose all of it. If they're using it, it's not like for a trophy. Do they get, wonder if they get something for killing the largest bear. You'd think other than a little plaque put next to the, you know, the name. The local news interview. And that was it. And us talking about the one rapid fire. Yes. Other than it's the bear. You get the bear. The bear. (laughs) Love that guy. Well, I've been waiting all day to do this story for you, Jen. Oh, God. Is it going to upset me? Both. No. No? Both of these stories were just for you. We had the planetary alignment happening on Tuesday with five planets. Animals eating eating people? No. Not yet. Lottery winner? Nope. Well, you had earlier the cow that escaped the slaughterhouse. Yeah, and they put it back in the slaughterhouse truck. <laughs> that was really brilliant. It. Hello. But now we have another escaped animal story that really? you can relate to. An escaped miniature horse. <laughs> <laughs> the minis. The minis. Was, this is Charlie. <laughs> was spotted trotting loose in Alabama. And no. get this. This little mini. Just like you have at home. <laughs> Let police in a two-hour chase. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love this. They're wily little things, let me oh, tell you. Well, that loose. couldn't have been a very nice one. Charlie will come. Charlie and Blue will come right up to you. Well. They wouldn't run very far. You give them food, they show up. I guess this mini wanted to run. The Tuscaloosa Police Department wow. <laughs> said that the small equine was spotted uh, by the Alberta section, wherever that is, about 10 p.m. on Monday. They said, this this is a quote from the police, he was extremely unwilling to go with the officers at first (laughs) (laughs) and not at all interested in the pizza crust or the peppermints they offered. Peppermints, maybe. Pizza crust, probably. No. no. The, the horses, little minis like peppermints? Yeah, horses like peppers. Oh, yeah. My horse doesn't eat anything, so it just <laughs> depends on the animal. <laughs> it said the horse led officers in a low-speed foot pursuit for about two hours <laughs> before they finally managed to capture the little mini. They said he eventually allowed himself to be caught and was happy He's to probably get... probably tired, right? Ready to probably. fall over and drop dead, poor little thing. <laughs> they said he was happy to get pets and pose for selfies. How do you like that? <laughs> It's too funny. So the little the little mini was finally caught in Tuscaloosa. They uh, named him. I guess they they said he was Pony Singer. Which oh they they dubbed him Genuine. Oh 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 Genuine the rapper because he had that song Pony. Oh okay. So they named him Genuine. I see. And nobody in Tuscaloosa knew what they were talking about. That's right. They should have named him after a country artist, for goodness sakes. They put, they put up pictures. <laughs> Look at this little guy. They put up pictures on their Tuscaloosa Facebook uh, oh, it's a account. cute little thing. And they said he was booked, and the mugshot said that he was booked on charges of resisting arrest and disorderly <laughs> conduct. <laughs> so watch out for your minis, Jen. And running from people. Don't even say that. I wake up all the time, and Charlie's at my back door trying to get in the house. Wow. It. Hey, if you go to Dunkin' this week, something new on the menu. Really? Yep, and it's time for everybody to start going whoop, whoop. We'll Ooh, tell you yeah. why coming up in our junk junk drawer issues next. <laughs>
South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross Diener filling in for the vacationing. Bill Adams, he'll be back next Tuesday. Uh, the Adams, as we say, the Adams family is in town. This is a local PSA. If you happen to see all of them arrive in one location at once, please leave accordingly. <laughs> Danger. Danger. <laughs> Danger, well, Robin. That's right. Anyway, uh, we tease. Love you, Bill. I figure I, was, I had to give him grief. No, it's fine. I was saying earlier because it's just, just this image in my head of like Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> a Bill and his brothers just careening down 95 <laughs> in a big truck with fire coming what, out and everything. What do you think? They're like wearing like, you know, those horns on their right. heads like that guy at the Capitol building. That's right. That's craziness. <laughs> craziness. Oh, uh, what fun. else is crazy? Oh, you know what? I, well, I'm not going to play the song anymore. FAU's uh, <laughs> playing. It's crazy as FAU is in the Sweet 16. I love it. Taking on Tennessee tonight at Madison Square Garden. Tip-off at 9 o'clock. Sweet Woo-hoo! 16, baby. Let's go. So, uh, just a fair warning, Jen. I will be tired tomorrow. Are you staying up for all these games? I would love to watch the Gonzaga-UCLA game because, the, honestly, that could have been a national championship game. And the way this bracket worked out and ends up being a Sweet 16 game, it's two of the best teams in the country. But it doesn't start until 10 o'clock. Oh, my gosh. And the FEU game doesn't start do until 9. So Are they playing by West Coast time so UCLA can watch? Yeah, probably. Wow. That's, That's probably crazy. what it is. But, it's, uh, but, I mean, great games today as the Sweet 16 begins. And then... By the way, FAU is being covered on this. They're, they're a national story. They were being covered on uh, the Today Show earlier. They really? Had their, they had their South Florida reporter, this guy. I forget his name, but he's always doing stories in South Florida. He's like their field reporter for right. this region. And he was in Boca. He was at the campus. Holy cow. Good for them. You know what? These kids went all the way to Madison Square Garden. That's awesome. a big, you know, you can say you can take pictures inside this arena saying, yeah, I played Madison Square Garden. That's right. I'm like Billy Joel. It's an experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you sure. think about it. It's I mean, like, holy cow. They're 18, 19, 20, 21 right now. They will never forget this for the rest of their lives. No, it's they so will cool. not. Uh, it is not only Monday, Monday, March, uh, Monday, this past Monday was Monday, March 2023. From that day through next Tuesday, 329.23. Oh, because they were in the 20s. Palindrome. Gotcha. Same forward as it is back. And today is 2323. Yeah, so today today is even worse. It's also National Puppy Day. Just thought I'd I'd share that with you. I like puppies. This is our junk, junk, I can't ever say this quickly, (laughs) junk drawer segment where we get to the stuff that we haven't been able to get to. Uh, If you are planning a family vacation this summer, Mm -hmm. you are going to be met with lots of other people having family vacations. No, go away. I don't like people. (laughs) 85%, 85% of American adults plan to travel at least one time this summer. 68% 68% going more than once. Really? And most are staying within the country because of unrest abroad. Oh, forget it. Yeah. They don't want to go anybody. No one think. wants to go anywhere else. What do we have plans? You go to Disney all the time, right? We are going to Disney around my birthday. We're going to do a little uh, resort stay for a couple of days. That's in June, like late June. Yeah, you're near my mom's birthday. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I so I that. remember. Nice. Yes. I don't think we have anything planned in July, though. Not that well, I can don't think don't plan anything. <laughs> I got a new car that fits the whole family, so we're going to go take a family vacation 
like on a weekend. I saw that out there. That's yeah. your new little car out there, huh? It's not so little. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, it does everything. It's really? The, it really is. It's very pretty nice. Cool. It looks it looks great. It's it it's it was yeah. Got all it, the bells and whistles. It has bell. It drives itself. It's like it's really scary what that car does. But nice. we'll talk about that Mazel some other tov. time. Uh, we talked about the calf, the little the little the little calf that got away, and they put it back in the slaughterhouse truck. <laughs> Who does this? The so thing escapes from the slaughterhouse truck. They catch it and they put it back in the slaughterhouse truck. And I love the clip you played earlier. These guys in Brooklyn who were in the pizza shop and they saw it. <laughs> hey, let's go get it. It's gonna get hurt. All right, let's put it back in the slaughterhouse. <laughs> You're trying to save it from getting hit by a car, but you put it back in the slaughterhouse truck. Fortunately, <laughs> purpose. It was covered on Brooklyn TV somewhere in a local. <laughs> thank God, a local sanctuary convinced. The guy's driving the truck. Hey, I'll come get this little calf and Goodness. give her a good home. Poor little thing. Giselle <laughs> Bungeon, Vanity Fair, big, big interview as to why she left Tom Brady and they broke up. And she said it had nothing to do with his unretirement. She said that's the most ridiculous thing in the world. She said, uh, sometimes you grow together, sometimes you grow apart. It goes, this took years to happen. She said, I wish nothing but the best for Tom. I'll always cheer him on if he wants to go back to playing football. She said, and she's not having an affair with the jujitsu. So they're not getting back together, though. No, no chance. Well, not her. She wants. She loves Costa Rica. That's what she talked about a lot. And she said she wants to move there. Oh wow! So I don't know if she brings the kids with her, or right. they go half there or half. I can't imagine Brady's going to stay in that mega mansion that that's got like eight homes on it in believe. Miami. I, I mean, the main house is like thirty thousand square feet. Come on. I mean, I understand he's Tom Brady and he can literally get any woman he wants, but. It's Giselle. I mean, good <laughs> gosh, man. What are you doing? I, I'm sure he's probably saying the same thing. But they got lovely children together. So, yeah. John Wick, Chapter 4, opens tomorrow. They are anticipating it to be the blockbuster of the year, making at least $70 million and more. What, in the opening weekend? Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, for something that isn't Marvel, you know, <laughs> that's... Uh, it's, well, that's, wait a minute. It's up opening. against Shazam, Fury of the Gods. That didn't do too well. No, actually, you know, it, it's it's probably going to tank this weekend. They said it only made, what, $30, $40 million, which sounded like a lot, but it cost like $140 million to make. I hate to say, because I, I love DC Comics. You know, it's Batman, it's Superman, all those things, and Shazam is part of it. They just, man, they messed up the movie production so badly. It's such a shame. They, they could have been, there's so many great DC characters, and they just messed it up. Well, and the guy that plays Shazam, isn't he in, like, in a lot of trouble? Uh, no, that was the guy who plays The Flash. Oh, okay. But All supposedly, right, wrong guy. So there was a report actually about that, so you bring that up, that Tom Cruise got a private screening of that new Flash movie coming out. And there was a lot of drama behind that because, like you said, the guy had, like, legal trouble. He went, He's like, like he a lost little his wacko. mind. Yeah. yeah. But apparently Tom Cruise saw the movie and said it's just like out of this world great. And he called up the, to the, like the director to congratulate him and say how great it was. So I don't know what Tom Cruise has in this movie, but he apparently loves it and is talking wow. it up. Wow. I mean, that hasn't come out yet, obviously, but wow. Tom Cruise has seen it. <laughs> Whatever it's worth. Holy cow. A German yeah. brewery that has been around since the 1500s has come up with something new, earth shattering. What? Powdered beer. Get it out of my life. <laughs> and <laughs> it's carbonated. No. You grab no. a glass of water, you grab a couple of scoops of the powder stuff, you put it together, you mix it up, bada boom, bada bing, you got a beer. Except? Except there's no alcohol <laughs> exactly. in it. They are working, though. And they say in the next couple of months they'll have one that does have alcohol in it. This is, you know what this is called? Seltzer. What? It's called <laughs> seltzer water. They That's also have another called bath beer. 
it's specifically for you to drink while you're in the bathtub. Yeah, pour it down the drain of the bathtub. I have no idea. Anyway, we're done. We'll be yes. back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. Let's go FAU. Thank you. Yeah, go, go Owls. We'll see you tomorrow at 6. Thanks for listening.